Campfire Ghost Stories, Episode 6, The Phantom Army. Today's story is about a house, which we'll call The Grange. It stands about eight miles northwest of our village, and it's about two miles inland from the sea, which is to the south of it. The nearest town is a couple of miles away to the north. The Grange stands at the foot of a long range of hills stretching from east to west and on top of this ridge of hills there's a large deciduous woodland known as the Great Wood. It's been there for hundreds and hundreds of years, long before the Grange itself was built. But the Grange has been there for a good long time too. It was built in the time of Queen Elizabeth I and it was originally a manor house. Now, the first time I saw it was probably back in about 1980, and then the house looked very down at heel indeed. It was grey, drab, depressing, forbidding to look at with its faded stucco exterior. And the windows were really quite striking. There were about eight or nine windows on the front face of the house and each one of them was curiously dark. There was no sign of any light coming from inside and it gave each of those windows the appearance almost of an empty eye socket within a skull. Now it's a house that has a lot of ghosts. There's a headless horseman who rides down the hill from the great wood towards the grange and then There's the ghost of a young girl whose skeleton was discovered bricked into one of the walls inside the house. No one could explain why she was there, but she often still apparently visits people who are staying overnight in their dreams. Well, the story that I'm going to tell you today is another one of the stories connected with the house, and it's about a phantom army. Back in the early 1800s, the master of the house enjoyed entertaining. He was wanting to get into Parliament and as a result, he needed the help and support of lots of rich, wealthy, influential people who lived in the area. And so he hosted a lot of parties. And one night in 1804, a party was in full swing in the house. There were lots and lots of very well-dressed men and ladies and they were enjoying dancing and excellent food. Everything was going really well and the master was exceptionally pleased with the way the evening was working out for him. Then, quite suddenly, a few of the servants rushed in to the party, went up to the master and This was something that just wasn't really done and lots of people stopped and stared and wondered at what could possibly have happened. And the butler explained to the master that they'd heard the sounds of an army marching through the great wood. Now the master went out and listened and sure enough, in the darkness and the silence, it was obvious that there was the noise of an army marching 
and it sounded like they were coming from the Great Wood up above. Now, this was a time when England was in danger of being invaded. Napoleon had plans to invade from France and indeed had even got as far as setting up an invasion force to do so. And it was thought by the master and his guests that this could be the French arriving with their invasion force to try and take over the country. So the master acted quickly. He ordered his servants to get some of the horses saddled up so that he and a couple of the other guests could ride to the nearest town to alert the militia. Meanwhile, he ordered the butler and the other servants to break out all the guns and other weapons that were stored in the house and to start barricading the house so that it could be defended against whatever this army was that was on the way. Once the horses were saddled and all was ready, the master kissed his wife goodbye and rode as fast as he could with a couple of friends towards the nearby town. When they arrived there, they quickly alerted the local militia and a drummer was sent around the walls of the town. This was an old Saxon town originally and it still had its defensive walls. And a drummer marched round the top of the wall beating a drum, which was the signal for the militia to gather. And so this slightly ramshackle force of local people picked out whatever weapons they had gathered together in the town square and when they were ready with a few hundred men they started the march back towards the house. Forward! March! The march back to the Grange was a fairly rapid one and as they got closer to the Grange the master was fully expecting not only to see a red glow in the sky of his house ablaze but they were also expecting to hear the sounds of battle and yet there was nothing. And when they got closer to the house, it became clear that nothing had happened. The guests and servants were milling about in groups in the darkness outside the house in the garden, standing looking puzzled, listening intently. But in the night, all that could be heard was the silence of the woods, the wind, blowing through the trees and the master asked what had happened the butler explained to him he said that they'd been listening to the army getting closer and closer advancing its way through the woods and that at some point the noise started to fade and it was almost as if the army was marching its way into the hillside the noise got less and less and then disappeared completely and then there was silence. Riders from the militia went up into the wood, into the great wood to look for signs of this army but none were found and there was an embarrassing explanation to make as well because at the town riders had been sent 
to London to warn the king that the French were invading and the country was in danger. And now it had become clear that this didn't appear to be the case. And the next day, with sunlight, the militia went up into the woods again. They went all the way across the great wood, across the ridge of hills, down to the sea, and they could find no trace of any sort of an army. So what was the army? Where did they come from? Where did they go? Well, it seems the most likely explanation, weirdly, is that it was actually a ghostly army, a phantom army, if you like. And it wasn't the first time that this army had been heard, because it had been heard before at the time of the Spanish Armada, when England was in danger of being invaded that time by the Spanish. And the last time that the army has been heard marching through the Great Wood above the Grange was actually in September of 1940, when across the Channel the German army was preparing for Operation Sea Lion, which would have been the invasion by sea of Great Britain. It never actually happened because the Battle of Britain was won by the British. And so the invasion plans were abandoned. But that was the last time that the army was heard marching through the Great Wood. And it's thought that the army is heard marching through the wood whenever England is in danger of being invaded. What were they? Was it a Roman army, perhaps? Was it a Viking army? No one can be sure. But this story was quite a popular one. And in fact, it was the inspiration for the author Mary Norton, whose books The Magic Bedknob, or How to Become a Witch in Ten Easy Lessons, and Bonfires and Broomsticks, were turned into the film by Disney, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, in 1971. And in that film, there is a scene where the witch, who's the lead character, actually makes the entire contents of a museum of military uniforms come alive and march against a small German invasion force. And <laughs> that idea came from the idea, the story of the Phantom Army of the Great Wood above the Grange. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and if you did, make sure you subscribe. You can find us on Facebook at Campfire Ghost Stories UK. And if you've got any feedback or ideas for future stories, you can now send an email to campfireghostsuk at gmx.co.uk. And if you'd like to listen to all of the podcasts online, you can do so at campfire-ghost-stories.captivate.fm. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and I'll be making another one very soon. So from me, Peter, thank you very much for listening to Campfire Ghost Stories UK. I'll be back with some more stories for you very soon.